Hey guys, I'm Trent. And I'm Garrett. And we're Critically Awesome. Hey everybody, welcome back to our podcast. Today is Season 2, Episode 14. We had an awesome last episode with our guest Kyle Foshi from the Going Off Topic podcast. Go and check it out on our website, criticallyawesome.net, or listen to it on your favorite podcasting apps. Also, give Kyle's uh, podcast a listen as well. That's the Going Off Topic on I- Going Off Topic podcast on any podcasting app. Uh, in this week's episode, we're going to be discussing if you had to choose between two doors. One door leads to a realm of magic and the end adventure, while the other one leads to a futuristic world full of endless possibilities. Today on our fun little show, we have my beautiful wife, Tiffany Davis. Say hi, Tiffany. Hello. All right, Garrett. Um, do we have any shout-outs today that we have? Uh, not you that know? I'm not. I'm not. Nothing that I am aware of. No. Other than, of course, Cameron Mackey, our one and only Patreon. Thank you, Cameron, for conti- your continued support. It is very much appreciated, my good friend. Um, let's see here. Let's go ahead and roll on into our at-home recommendations. Tiffany, why don't you go ahead and talk about your biggest at-home recommendation, which is what? Disney Plus? I'm Pretty assuming. much. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's probably not going to be very talkative until we get to our main topic, which is going to be very fun indeed it might get a little loud for all you headphone listeners out here (laughs) i don't really have a whole lot of recommendations because the movies that i've been watching are they've clearly been out for a while all right gary why don't we go ahead and start with yours i've been talking a lot a lot all right guys well um to start it off uh i've been watched the king which is on netflix uh, and it's about uh king henry the Fifth, I do believe. Is that right, Trenton? I, kn- I know you saw it. I think it's the fourth. Yeah. I think it's the fifth. I it's saw that too. I saw you fifth. typing yeah. it. Uh, it's uh, about one of his very famous battles that he had right at the gate of him uh, becoming king of England. Uh, it's it's really good. It's pretty. I think it's pretty up there, like with Braveheart and uh, oh, what's some other movies? Oh, I can't think of any other freaking movies like that. Uh, but. It's just about uh, his uh, that one battle that he had that kind of he took over France. Uh, so I I really liked it. What did you think about it, Triton? I thought it was very interesting. I, ironically, though, you gave it uh, a sixty-eight on your critical potato scale, while I gave mine a seventy potatoes. Um, I thought it was very nice, a really decent film. Um, there were some parts that I think that the cinematography was just a little too dark in my opinion like it was really hard to see anything yeah um but i also really loved robert pattinson's um yes yes he was the prince of of france of france Uh, his character was really good i thought i i definitely agree with that and it was definitely a, a, a big change from of course his only known one of his only really known roles is twilight and what I'm loving about this, the end of this year and the beginning of and, and all of next year is we're going to be seeing a lot more of Robert Pattinson and what he can actually offer to the table instead of just being a sparkly vampire from... <laughs> yes, continue. This is what a podcast is about. Don't hold your thoughts in. He was first known for Harry Potter. Thank you very much. Yes, he was Cedric Diggory. Yes, but how many people are going to actually remember uh, A lot of people. Me. <laughs> <laughs> What is he more known for? Cedric Diggory or... I think more people trying to block out Twilight, so probably Harry Potter. They wanted to block out Twilight, <laughs> but it's like it's like a car wreck. You can't stop looking at it. It's just there. It's like a very horrific, very huge fatality car wreck. Even if I haven't watched the movies. Exactly, but I know about them. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're going to see more of of robert pattinson and it's still he's still on board for uh the matt reeves batman too which i'm pretty excited for i'm really excited to see him in that um what uh, let's see um, um why did you rate it lower than than a 70 Garrett? well what, what would uh, you change about it like that's that's barely 
That's not passing. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a rotten. No, it's not rotten. Uh, but I don't know. I I liked well, it. It's not. Fresh. I liked it, but I felt like there could have been more to the story than this big battle. I mean, it's re- definitely a very big important to his his, his uh, actual history and everything. But I feel I like feel maybe like there was a lot more to the story. I feel like maybe there was some parts that we they could have shed more light on. I thought, um, and like I think the battle was awesome to see. I mean, if you've watched like Battle of the Bastards and Game of Thrones, this is pretty much that's how it was. It was just horrific and just gory as all hell. I mean, it was just an awesome battle. It, but there, like I think the, there were some pacing issues. I feel like too that. There were some parts of it that well, were kind of slow. See, I'm not focused on that battle part like you are. Like, that was the very end of the movie. And it was a two-hour-long movie. Like, and that was the climax. The that was the climax be- of the movie. The whole climax of Yeah. It. Like, I enjoyed all the story of it, too. Like, between, like, it's it's a prince who has, has doesn't want anything to do with becoming king at all. And he starts off... In the streets uh, of, of uh, probably Wales, I think, right? Or, or is it Scotland that he's in? Because I know that... No, no, no. They're in Britain because the Scottish are trying to take over the monarch and so are uh, are the people, uh, the folk from Wales. Um, yeah. And it's talking about the Mad King, King Henry Third, I believe. And he was he's nearing the end of his life. And... King Henry the Fourth is has, has doesn't want to have anything to do with his father at all. Like he doesn't want anything to do with the crown. He'd rather see his father dead. And you know, it's King Henry the Fifth. He, even it's King Henry the Fifth. Okay, so King Henry the Fourth is the crazy yes. one, old man who is trying to like bring all these battles and just try to have the the greatest monarch in history is what he's trying to do. But he ends up doing the opposite of that. And even on his deathbed, his son wishes him ill, even though his father said, you're the king now. I don't want your brother to be the king. Like, his his younger brother was going to assume uh, um, gain the crown at his death, on his death. But um, after one battle with the Scots, that all changed because he went in to the battle and said, I want to fight this guy, and whoever... Um, or I'm going to fight this guy and whoever ends up at, uh, on top at the end wins the battle so that he can save lives. Like he's all about saving lives and not about shoving 1,200 men into a battle. Yeah, I, I don't think we can go through the whole premise of the movie. Synopsis. Yeah, uh, it, Anyways, it, I, st- I, still, I still liked it. It just It's between 60 and 70 for me. I, I couldn't really decide on an exact number. I'm changing my potato scale to a 75. Okay. Uh, I liked it that much. I wanted it to be certified fresh, not rotten. <laughs> uh, so uh, next, I have been uh, which Trent and I we've both seen this as well. It's uh, the Mandalorian, which came out on uh, Tuesday, yesterday, the twelfth, uh, which is on Disney Plus. It's a Disney Plus only original. And guys, this is an awesome show. I, I think so far, at least. Which we'll we'll maybe get down a little bit in before our actual main topic a little. We'll, unless you want to discuss it now, uh, we'll discuss it now since okay. we're on the topic of it. There's no need to split um, it. So up. for everyone who has not seen it, uh, this is this kind of a spoiler. Which it's only the first episode, so it's not. I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but we'll kind of talk a little bit about, about the episode. Um, <laughs> so, I I thought it was awesome. At least a good starter. I I really like the Mandalorian character himself. He, I've, I've read some things. He's like, he's very kind of Clint Eastwood kind of character, which I, I really like that. He's, he's kind of those like a, a bounty hunter that kind of stands alone, and it, he just doesn't like any helping like that, and he, he, he's the best of the best essentially. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um... My only issue with this is kind of the pacing of the movie of the show, like it was kind of slow. Well, you kind of you kind of have they kind of have to build stuff though first. I mean, you can't have full on go 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 in the first episode. They have to build a little bit something. So, 
Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved the show. Like, honestly, I gave it a, a uh, 89 Yeah, I gave, I gave it a 90. But the reason why I gave it an 89 is because of the, of, of course, like, I expected a little bit more from Pedro Pascal in the very beginning. Um, I didn't feel very much character development, if you well, know what I mean. how is there character development if we have not met this person yet? Exactly. Like I, I mean, there's not much there, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not bashing it at all. I'm trying to, f- I'm looking for things to be, to be wrong with it. I guess is what you can say. Other than the, I'm wondering what the whole. I'm going to skip to the end, like the whole baby Yoda yeah, thing. Yeah, is. whatever, whatever species Yoda is, uh, there was a baby one. I don't know why. I don't know what. And it's really interesting that that thing is actually 50 years old. That's there's so many questions right now. It's a really good cliffhanger. I thought it was really good. Okay, so basically, I've been it is not <clears throat> confirmed at all. There has been like Easter eggs that have been found, like um, that people have spotted that said that has. Um, do you remember the patch from Attack of the Clones that the clones were wearing on their shoulders? Uh, I can't quite remember now. Anyways, the, somebody saw that patch on uh, one of the characters in, in that uh, room. And it, there's a good possibility that it's the end of the Empire. Somebody got a, a piece of Yoda's DNA somehow, and they could have cloned Yoda um, on Mandalore. Not Mandalore. Uh, was it Man? No. 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 On Sana... Um, I know where this is at. It doesn't matter. That's not a, that important. But there, there's a possibility of that. I mean, we'll, we'll, of course, find out hopefully later on. What I really liked was the gunfight yeah, in there really also good. with Takawakiti as um, the the assassin droid. I absolutely love that. But I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely love Takawakiti. He's probably one of my one of my favorite directors. He's no Tarantino, but... You know, I love how he's um, an actor's director, and he also is getting a lot of acting accolades as of recent yeah. because of Thor, Ragnarok. Yeah. What's your next one, Garrett? Well, uh, next one is we'll get Nightfall. more in the Mandalorian later. Uh, Nightfall is on Netflix as well, and it's about the Crusades, uh, the Night Crusades, or the the Night Crusaders. Am I saying it right? Anyway, I feel like I'm being stupid and not saying it right. Um, anyways, it's about um, you kind of follow after the fall of I think it's Jerusalem, I do believe, and the the Crusaders are kind of on the run and in France, and they thought they have lost the Holy Grail, and all of a sudden they have they they have word of it be, uh, that it actually still is around and hidden somewhere, and so they're still trying to find it. Uh, I, I think actually I've not seen him yet, but I do believe that Mark Hamill's actually in this show. So you're telling me this is Monty Python in the Holy Grail, but with a <laughs> lot more <laughs> seriousness. Because <laughs> if I remember right, they were looking for the Holy Grail also. Well, yeah, that's why it's called Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather watch that, or would you rather watch Nightfall? Watch what? Monty Python. I'd rather watch this one if I want serious, and then watch Monty Python if I want funny. I don't know. That's that's a hard one. This is it's a good show. I I I put it as uh, seventy five potatoes. Uh, it's pretty good. It's really good. It has really good stories so far. I'm like four episodes in so far, so uh, I'm not. I can't tell you exactly how it's going to end like that, but I I like it a lot. So, and then my last thing is uh, I watched Big Hero Six last night, which is a solid solid movie. Uh, 80, of course, eighty five potatoes, man. It just holds up. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love this potatoes rating scale. <laughs> it's just so damn funny. Like. We're in no way at all like making the. Well, it is serious to us in our podcast, but we're not trying to like rip off Rotten Tomatoes, um, because well, we kind of are, but you know, it's it's not like it's we're Rotten Tomatoes, to, but better. 
Yes, because it's potatoes. I mean, who eats tomatoes? Freaking well, I like, potatoes are where it's I do at. like tomatoes, but that's besides the point. So would you say this is a solid baked potato, or is it more like a scalloped potato? Oh, no, that's still good, too. Damn. <laughs> um, there's, there's, potatoes are we talking honestly, about? Honestly, there is... <laughs> Honestly, there's no there's no bad kind of potatoes if you're really a rotten about potato. Oh, well, yeah, there, that there's that. Too. That's the only thing. Everything else though is that you're going to describe a, what a potato <coughs> is cooked in is delicious. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and get into mine now. Um, I wrapped up uh, season one of Gotham, and I'm going to tell you this much: the character development of Oswald Cobblepot in this in this series is amazing. Plus, they set the lines for the Joker, um, <clears throat> which ironically, the actor who plays the Joker is um, the main um, person in the new Star Wars video game coming out called uh, The Fallen Jedi. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Jim Gordon's character has has a huge character arc, too. He's, he's getting darker and darker as as the season two now has progressed they've introduced hugo strange into this also and he's he's kind of like the guy who is creating all of these villains in the batman universe so honestly uh, my season one potatoes uh critical potato scale for gotham is a high 85 um maybe 90 because 90 potatoes because it is just it is fantastic like between character development story writing um just the way that even bruce wayne has has come about and alfred like it's more of like a badass um childhood story of bruce wayne than it is a normal story about Bruce Wayne's upcoming like whenever we find out about Bruce Wayne he's training and stuff like that and he's like mid-20s before he becomes Batman this is showing him starting his training and becoming the great detective that he is at his at a younger age so that's what I really like about Gotham um my next movie is Captain Marvel I gave that a 68 uh, potatoes because Captain Marvel like you said it felt kind of forced you know I like Nick Fury's character in this and like i loved seeing uh colston back and they're all they're like you know fresh out of the academy and they're brand new shield agents kind of reminded me a little bit of sam jackson and pulp fiction but not the badassery what do you of... think about the cat the cat was cool i like the flurgan um i i liked it but i didn't like the fact that it was actually the reason why he lost his eye <clears throat> I guess so. I could see that. A lot of things that people had problems with also that I don't agree with is they, they, they didn't they said they didn't get a proper like um what is it? Um connections with how the pager that Nick Fury got in Endgame or in um that Nick Fury had. They said that they didn't get proper like connections on how he she made that. And that is 100% false. If you remember right, and throughout the film, she's making deep space con- uh, communications using 90s technology. Like, she made a deep space phone call using a payphone. Yeah, but that's powered by her. It's powered by her, but she's... Did you not see the battery? Like, they even said it in the end credit scene. Like, they, they've completely removed the battery. Well, not removed the battery, but they, they isolated the battery's power and used it... You know, so she put her power, I guess, into a battery form to make that deep space, you know, call or page, you know, so it's there. She knows how to make that stuff and she made it to where it would be useful later on. So, you know, all the hate that this movie got didn't deserve the hate, I guess. Um, It's still technically, you know, not rotten, but not fresh on my scale. Um, it doesn't rate as low as Thor The Dark World, but it doesn't rank as high as, say, The the Winter Soldier. More like the first Avenger. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it deserved what it got because, it, it, I, like I said, it felt like it was rushed. It didn't... A lot of it Brie didn't... Brie Olsen 
is not the best of actresses in the world either. I hate saying that because Brie Larson, Brie Larson, I'm sorry, Brie Olson's a fantastic actress. She's the Scarlet Witch. That's Elizabeth Olson, but still. Yeah, I was like, uh, what are you talking about? That's one of the Olson twins. Um, anyways, I I just don't I don't know. I just didn't like. Uh, I just didn't like it that much. It I felt like it was rushed, like you said. It was just. I don't know. It. I feel like what this it should have been a second movie that led to Endgame, not this very first one. Because I felt like it should have been more of an origin story for her. Because we have not seen anything with Captain Marvel in the cin- cinematic universe, and so it should have been more of an origin story, not just kind of a rushed origin story, kind of like where she just had amnesia essentially. And then I felt like there should have been a second movie. I don't know. To where she was, it was her in space and her doing what she was doing whenever the snapping happened, essentially. I don't know. I, I, I like the way that they, they wrote the story because it's about her character arc in there. Um, she gets knocked down but always gets back up. And by the time that she finally gets like all of her... Because they, they, when, when she absorbed all that energy, it, it basically wiped her memory. And so did the Kree, you know? Um, so, I did like the twist in it, though. The twist was really good, I thought. I did, too. Jude Law's uh, character it, was fantastic. Where it, Marvel. where it ended up being not the Kree, not the Kree, uh, it's the Kree that... Scroll. The Scroll are actually not the bad guys. They're the, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are fugitives. They're the one or not the fugitives, they're... Um, you know, refugees. They're actually mm-hmm. escaping the the scroll the Cree. Yeah, the Cree. That that was a, yeah, I thought I, that was a really good part of the movie. It was a good twist. I mean, we could kind of see it from the beginning because Ronan the Accuser is is in it, and I didn't, it didn't feel, look like the same Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy. Or was that just me? I think he was. He was the exact same character, I do believe. He was the same character, but he just didn't look the same, I guess. Well, he also didn't have a whole lot of role in this, to be honest. Yeah. Mostly you saw him in a holographic projection. But I absolutely love Jude Law's character. In yeah, this, I agree uh, with movie. that, too. Um, I also watched Dumbo. What do you think um, about that? I, you know, it was interesting. It was all right. To say the least. It was dark. Um, I did like Michael Keaton's character in it because he was the main bad guy. Yeah. Um, but he offered these he offered these people, you know, all this uh, promise and stuff like that and felt, you know, typical bad guy story. But, you know, um, Danny DeVito's character was very thought out and, and I liked that. I liked how he was kind of a, an asshole at the beginning but ended up being the lovable guy that everybody you know liked but I don't know it was I give it a what did I give it a 65 on the critical potato scale yeah I'd agree about that it, it's alright I think I, I think I gave it a little too high of a rating I can see that I love I mean it, Tim you could definitely tell Tim Burton had his hands tied and he didn't get to use his full imagination with Dumbo. You can tell Disney kept a tight leash on him. Yeah. You saw some of the aspects of Tim Burton in there, like with Dreamland. But other than that, it was just... Like, even the clowns and stuff like that, I was expecting more Tim Burton-esque visuals, even with, like, the clowns in the in the in there. He was more of a serious, more of, like... I guess more of... A, like his early work in the 90s with Batman and stuff like that. I could see that that kind of visual in there, not, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas visuals. Disney also has to keep a certain image. Yeah, true, but they also sponsored they, Nightmare they like Before what Christmas. They like. But they also had, they did make Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. which was full on Tim Burton. So. And then this morning I watched Lady and the Tramp from the 2019 Lady and the Tramp. I get that at 72 because I, I watched it with the girls, so I kind of had that, you know, childish spirit going on while watching it. Sam Elliott's character in there is fantastic. He's the hound dog. Um, 
you've got Tessa Thompson as, as Lady. Um, I forgot what his name was, and I just said it not too long ago. Anyways, I gave it a 72 because, honestly, it was just a full, you know, remake of, of the show, of the old one. Um, they had to do a little bit of, you know, political correctness with it and, you know, appease everybody. But what I didn't like is how they set it in the 1950s and they had an interracial couple and they made them celebrated by everybody. Now, if you remember right back in the 50s, that was a very rough time for people of color. And if you were a white man married to a black woman, you would not be an upper class person or you would not be like shown that kind of light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, it was, it's a sad culture that they had back then and they were not as open-minded and I'm in no way condoning that at all. I just, I feel like. It'd be historically accurate at least if you're doing that. Yes. Yeah. Or they could have set it in today's standards and made a lady in the tramp up today. You know, I think that that would have been a little bit better. That would be interesting. But, you know, we don't always get what we want. So let's go ahead and yeah, roll I, on into our podcast. I pod- think like oh, the <clears throat> Disney's, uh, Disney's remakes, Aladdin is my favorite so far. I have yet to see it. They don't have it on Disney Plus yet. I, I thought they do. They don't have the new Aladdin on there. Mm, I think they do. Mm-mm. I thought I saw Aladdin. I thought I saw Aladdin. Okay, maybe, maybe it was the cartoon, maybe. But You saw the old one. They don't have it on, out yet because I don't think it has... It's barely gotten out of the theaters. Yeah, they've got all the old Aladdins. But yeah, like it—that's probably my favorite remake because they, Will Smith did an amazing job as Genie. I think he did his own thing on it. Like, Believe me, I plan on doing uh, whenever I get it, whenever it comes out on Disney Plus. I will definitely be talking about it. Do you have any podcasts you want to talk about, Garrett? No, uh, I've been listening to the same kind, so I'm not gonna push it back out there again so yeah i mean i talk about leo gets plays every week so he's still up there that should uh, be honestly I a, a new shout one. out honestly i think leo gets plays yeah that should be more of a shout yeah. out um i started a new one uh, a couple days ago ear biscuits with Rhett and link and i absolutely love Rhett and link they remind me so much of you and i garrett they're childhood friends who moved to LA, started their own um, YouTube channel. Uh, Pretty much a and, business. They started their own business. They yeah, they started their own business. I mean, it started off as a harmless YouTube channel. Good Mythical Morning. Love it. Um, and they're one of the top YouTubers of today, and now they've got a really fantastic podcast called Ear Biscuits. Um, they just, uh, uh, what was it? Adventures of Bleak Creek is the newest book that he ju- that they both just uh, released. Um and it's a fictional novel based on their childhood. So I might have to go find it and read it or find the Audible version of it. You read a book. I know, that's crazy. I mean, <laughs> listen, if it's about, I mean, if it's about like childhood in the 90s, of course I'm going to read it. Um, of course, Office Ladies, they're in episode f- three or four now. It's such a funny um I, I absolutely love the the back and forth between Jenna and uh, Angela. They're fantastic. It's such a like even Tiffany likes that podcast and she I doesn't do. really like podcasts all too much. I don't really think you've given it a chance or I podcast a chance. No, I well I usually if I'm working or something I'm listening to music, not podcasts. Hmm. I'm listening to podcasts while I'm working. Me too. Counting money, it's a little easier to count money li- listening to somebody talk than Listening to somebody sing is more like focus driven, I guess. Yeah, and then a podcast don't make me dance. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course I'm going to give my buddy Kyle Foshi a shout out with his going off topic podcast. He had a fantastic episode this last time. Um, I've listened to so much stuff that I don't <laughs> forgot what it was, but I did listen to it and I absolutely loved it. I think um, isn't he doing like a like seven part series of. Like some he went send out his friends to make a blog on a like a, a actor draft or something like that. 
I think he did do an actor's draft or something like that. I think um, it's like a seven-part series though, because he has each person on in each turn kind of thing. Because yeah, he had his wife on there this last time. Oh, Office Ladies just dropped a new episode today. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Um, oh, where's it? I also listened to a comic book called Wolverine: The Lost Trail, or I started it. Yes, that is an awesome podcast like it's a it's a story podcast uh and it's really good written i highly recommend that one it's interesting but yeah yeah um going off topic podcast is always a good listen um we'll roll ahead go on into our movie and tv news uh go to facebook for all of our all of the new movie and tv trailers and preview tuesday or what's new with the critically awesome crew uh, that drops every uh, every other Wednesday or every other Tuesday right before a new episode drops on Wednesday. Also, of course, as if you if you haven't already heard already, Disney Plus is released as of the twelfth. If you're a Verizon uh, Verizon Wireless user and have unlimited data, you can get Disney Plus for a year for free. Um, also, there's Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus bundle for twelve ninety nine. So if you're ever asking yourself, is Disney Plus worth it? Yes. Of course. 100%. Four whole eight bucks a month? Come on. No, seven bucks a month. It's, I have, yeah, I, I, it's I, six I, ninety nine yeah, for bucks just a month. Disney Plus. And it's still and just so you know, we're not sponsored by Disney Plus. No. We're just we're giving them a shameless. That would be fantastic, though. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with everything good comes some bad. Garrett, do you want to talk about the bad things that happened with Disney uh, Plus? I guess, uh, so Disney Plus had some issues on day one with uh, loading up this home homepage and not being able to place like titles, which makes sense because you're having millions of people log in at the same freaking time. <clears throat> so it makes a little sense. But, uh, I mean, you're going to have issues no matter what with a straight up launch. I mean, it's gonna something's going to happen. Did you have any of those issues no, yourself? No, because I didn't log I in did. until like five o'clock that evening. So by that point, they already had mm. everything worked out. Yeah, I I had issues with it because I I started off right what eight o'clock in the morning. I think it's whenever I, it like, was about seven thirty. Seven thirty in the morning. I was I Tiffany woke me up telling me Ashley was sick. I was like, oh crap. And then I was like, oh my god, it's Disney Plus Day. It felt <laughs> like Christmas for me. So I had to like get in there and I had to download it and I had to get all that stuff done. And then I, I, I got onto the main part of the screen, and then there it was, Mickey and Pluto in space, um, telling me that content could not be loaded. But if you Same can, with Mary Poppins. I tried watching it all morning long, and it wouldn't let me. Which so I'm, she pre- had the problem I'm, pre- with the I'm pretty titles. sure, though, too, that uh, like each kind of like Pacific, Central, and Eastern had their own releases. So I think Central mm-hmm. was like 8 o'clock or something like that. Or eight or nine o'clock. Well, they, they it was supposed to be five a.m., but they they ro- they started rolling it out shortly after midnight. From what I hear, they released it hours ahead of when they said they were going to because they were just as antsy about it as we were. So, um, other people said that they had pictures of Wreck It Ralph and um, what's Wreck It Ralph's little that little girl's name? Vanellope. Vanellope. And they had, like, wireless internet all the way down and basically saying Ralph broke the internet. I thought that was kind of funny. Cute. I really like the... everything was I really, resolved I really, about 5 p.m. I really like the the layout of Disney Plus where you can have... Uh, you have, you know, you, Disney, you have Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. So it's really easy to find what you are looking for. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the platform. It's it's pretty solid platform, I think. I think there's one thing that I would change. I would change it being Star Wars and put it as Lucasfilm so that we could have Indiana Jones and all the other Lucasfilm uh, stuff on there. Yeah. I or even that. just because, like, Indiana Jones isn't on there, and I'm a little disappointed about that. It's not. It's not. Lucasfilm, uh, they don't have – the only Lucasfilms – Arts that they have on there is Star Wars, but Indiana Jones is Disney, right? Disney and Jones, is yeah, because yeah, because Disney. Disney owns Lucasfilms. Mm-hmm. And I was a little salty about that. Disney Plus, if you're listening, which I know you're not, put Indiana Jones on there. I know that you've got a crap ton of other stuff on there for us to watch for years, but 
I, I need my Indiana Jones fix. You have Indiana Jones on I DVD. Don't care. I want it as the library. You have all of them. What if something fails? Like the CDs get scratched because we have kids. <laughs> That's a real possibility. Also, really big news. We are now an international podcast. We have been heard in several countries, including Great Britain, the Philippines, Turkey, and our friendly neighbors to the north, Canada. So if you're listening from another country, thank you for listening to us, and I hope you continue to listen and support us. Thank you so much. Like it, like. Yes, thank you, Canada. <sighs> thank you, Turkey. Thank you, Great Britain. <laughs> thank you, for the Philippines. Uh, if you're our listener up in Canada, Alberta, Canada, thank you also. Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> the letter Kenny reference. I hate that I know that, and I don't. I, oh my god! Uh, oh, I you, fucking hate Quebec. 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 <laughs> I still don't know why you guys think that's funny. I don't either. Let's go ahead and really awesomely written. That's why. Ro- I wouldn't go awesomely written. Um, let's roll on into our main topic oh wow we well, are perfectly on time Triton, too before we do that let's talk about a little bit of patreon because we haven't talked about it in a while i feel like you were perfectly on time <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah garrett go ahead and talk about our patreon guys please. uh if you love to support our podcast like our good friend cameron Mackie, for one dollar a month you go to critically uh sorry patreon.com forward slash critically awesome i'll take you to our patreon page where you can donate to the podcast to where we can use that money to better help to uh, to better to make this podcast better for you guys uh so just you know go what you do is though also or you can go to go to support tab on our website which is creativelyawesome.net and click the red become a patreon button it's the best way the best way to directly support our podcast uh, and it it really helped, guys. We we definitely uh, want to try making this more, get more into this, and be able to do more things with you. As far as like even like uh, getting uh, like bumper stickers for you guys to for Patreon, and maybe even shirts. You know, it just it will help with uh, a lot of stuff of that. So uh, just uh, go to our Patreon page and uh, donate to our Patreon. For sure, guys, that's the easiest way to get, you know, support straight to your local, your friendly neighborhood podcast. Anyhow, we're going to go ahead and roll on. Sorry for all the clicks and whatnots. Uh, we're going to roll on into our main topic. Is this a sci-fi? Is this a fantasy? I'm not going to continue on. <laughs> I had something earlier, and and it was pretty fantastic, but I was just going to, for time's sake, which I think we're doing really good on time, by the way. So, is this a sci-fi? Is this a fantasy? The door on the left is... That's fine. The door on the left is a door that leads to a magical world full of mysticism and everything that you could think of in a fantasy. Lord of the Rings, um, Game of Thrones, other fantasy worlds. Heck, even if you wanted to, Braveheart. So, and then the door on the right leads to a futuristic world full of starships and, and hollow decks and food replicators, lightsabers, all of that fun stuff. So, with the three of us here talking to each other, what door would you choose? And if you're listening, and uh, we want to know what door you would choose, the door on the left and the, or the door on the right. The door on the left, of course, is fantasy. The door on the right is sci-fi. So, Tiffany, I know that you've been very eager to talk about this. Please tell us which door you would choose and why fantasy definitely that's always been my favorite of anything i know you're more sci-fi and everything like that but i've always been a lot more interested in the world of magic 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 
Okay. If you had to choose like a, a certain world that you would go to, what world would you would you want to go into? Oh, that's really hard to. For me, that's really hard to pinpoint. Just because between all the books I read and all the movies I watch. Well, if you could mash them all together, which ones would you mash together to be like in one world? Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. That'd be kind of cool. So the, the two that pop in my head the most right now is probably going to be Harry Potter. And I have a book series that I read called The Throne of Glass. Garrett, I think you've read the series or some of the books. What is it again? The Throne of Glass. No, I don't think I've read those ones. You, you've talked to me about at least the first one at one point. I don't think so. I don't think I've watched. I don't think I've read that one yet. Uh, I have read several like fantasy series though. Interesting, Garrett. What door would you choose, and why? Uh, repeat that. What door would you choose, and why? See, that's gonna be a hard one because <laughs> I like both. Uh, I even more like things that are sci-fi fantasy um <laughs> uh like firefly that's actually a really good one that's kind of fi- that's kind of sci-fi fantasy um you know it it's a hard decision because i really do like the realms of like magic and you know just uh, adventures like in lord of the rings or i mean even some of the books i've read i mean I've harry potter um and then I, I but i really enjoy star wars i enjoy like Star Trek, I you know things like that. So it's it's a very tough decision to make, honestly. Um, honestly, I I I would probably have to go with sci-fi, maybe. Uh, okay. And the reason being is, it's fantasy tends to be more kind of in the past kind of stuff. Um, at least majority of the time, it's it's in the past kind of thing, and but sci-fi, it it's it's to the future. So there's there is like endless possibilities for it to be to for things to happen, and and I agree with you on that one. And I, but I think also, which I if I remember correctly, I think Dylan Florence, uh, when you posted this uh, a couple weeks back on our Facebook page, he commented on it that yes. you'd like to Let do the sci-fi that. thing as well. And the reason being is that um, that sci-fi can even, like, the future can be a fantasy just as much as, like, fantasy itself. And, and I would agree with that. Um, I'm looking up that, that comment right now for, for you, Garrett. Go ahead and continue. Yeah, and like I said, it, this is a very tough decision because I, I really enjoy both especially both genres of like movies and TV shows and books of these of sci-fi and fantasy. So it's a very hard decision for me to make. Um, and it, I'm very interested to see what Trent, I know he kind of wrote some stuff down here, but I'm kind of interested to see what, why he kind of decides to go with sci- just sci-fi. Cause I know he also enjoys like, like Lord of the Rings. He enjoys a lot of fantasy stuff as well. So it, not a, not really. He, I mean, from he does like some fantasy, but not as much as he likes sci-fi. I do love sci-fi. So, and Dylan Florence said he would choose the door on the right, which is the sci-fi door. And he says because I feel like a world full of futuristic technology would be just as magical and uh, uh magical as a fantasy world. Could you imagine being able to fly through space? Ship, uh, fl- uh, be able to fly spaceships to other planets or galaxies, just exploring the other planets and potentially discovering new life forms. Uh, and potentially sco- discovering new life forms would be the greatest adventure. I honestly think that this universe is probably full of amazing societies and worlds that would blow our minds. Mm. So, and then uh, Keith Ridpath also said sci fi, but he didn't go into why. So, um, just so you know, if you comment on our pictures, uh, on Facebook, you could possibly be shouted out on the play- on the podcast also. So hey, more reasons to interact with us. 
So for me, I would choose the sci-fi door. And that there's hands down be the easiest thing to do because I like, like Dylan said, would love to explore other planets, would love to explore deep space, see all that cool stuff, see the alien life forms. Um, not only that, but all of the, the, the possibilities of, of the futuristic technologies that are there. Um, you know, um, starships, like I, I myself absolutely love like my all time favorite starship in the entire like sci-fi realm is, is the inter USS enterprise D the one with captain Picard. That's why captain Picard is my favorite, you know, star Trek captain. The enterprise D is such a unique ship. It is, is, and, and the design of it is just, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, the fact that it can, the, the saucer section can detach itself from the hull section and become a battle, like battleship, or even if, if it need be, can evacuate, evacuate the rest of the, the citizens on, on board that ship. Um, to me, it's just fantastic. And, and I love the, the, the technologies in that ship. Example, the holodeck, the food replicator, um, the transporter like the transporter itself is, is is an amazing technology to where you can go from here to there as long as you have all the coordinates correct like it, it it takes the superpower of transporting like the the one superpower that you said you would want and that's that's transporting yourself anywhere you want to go yeah teleportation. It, it, that makes yeah. that that superpower a reality you know what what don't hold it in. We're in a podcast. <laughs> I mean, you could do the same thing in the magical world. She's, okay. She does have a point. There are, several, there are several different fantasy worlds that I can think of that can do the same thing, just in a different way, like Harry Potter. So I guess the way my brain they works... They travel with flu powder. It's basically transporting. Yeah, cool. But the way my brain works, like, I have to have, like, a scientific... Um, you know possibility for it like it has to have sound reason of why that works not magic Woo. magic 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 see magic is just so much more interesting though i mean granted not everything has to have a reason in my mind it does <laughs> like with the force you know that's magic but it has a science behind it on how it works and why it works you know so that's why I love Star Wars. Star Wars is a, like, a, um, what is it? A fantasy, a sci-fi fantasy. You know, it's got lightsabers, that's swords. It's got uh, family issues. <laughs> <laughs> Which has nothing to do with sci-fi or fantasy. Yeah, it does. Family issues is like a huge thing in fantasy. <laughs> Daddy, I want to be on the throne. I mean... What is Game of Thrones? It's one giant family issue. It's kind of just one big battle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about the family. <laughs> the Lannisters are one big family issue. Yeah, but, and they but when the you talk about things like that, as far as like kind of old England kind of thing, of old Britain, it's a lot of just people, yeah, waving heavy sticks at each other essentially. And then even even uh, Alan Rickman. Uh, God rest his soul. He even said pointing a stick is not as intimidating unless there's CG effects in there, of course. When you're pointing a stick at somebody, it's just you're you're pointing a stick at that person. Okay, but that's his exact same thing. When you have a light, when you have, can I finish my sentence, please? <laughs> when you have a lightsaber, it has that badass sound effect. It's got the 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 glow. And it can chop somebody in half. Yes, but with how does that work? Lightsaber. The with only CG. way that that work is with CG. Okay, so that logic is horrible. Okay, so we're going to we're going to go outside of the movie realm, of course. Yes, <laughs> if this stuff with the stuff actually working with magic. Um, <laughs> he, did, he did air quotes, by the way. <laughs> the fact that that yes it's it's with magical unicorn hair because yes it's in there in in the fantasy like or I can't phoenix wrap my feather brain around it. or uh was it dragon something there's also a dragon one right i think i know there's phoenix i know there's phoenix feather don't get me wrong i like fantasy stuff i think it's cool i think it's neato burrito 
I don't know. It's just not. I use the term neato burrito because because I think it's a good it's stepping a stone thing. for sci-fi. I think to me, magic and and the fantasy realms and stuff like that is just is is like what you start with and then you grow up and become a sci-fi nerd. Or are you like me, where you get both? I mean, I like both. Oh, so I'm just a child. I mean... That's cool. <laughs> I have been watching cartoon Disney movies all day. <laughs> Hi, I'm a child. Oh, so I'm just a child. Oh, I'm sorry, what did I come home to you watching? A Bug's Life? <laughs> That's a good movie. That was 100% my choice. The kids were watching it, but that was my choice. I've been... I mean, granted, I'm not any better. I watch cartoons all day, too. I've been watching Star Wars Rebels. That's a cartoon, but it's a sci-fi cartoon based on one of my absolute favorite, you know, worlds of all time. I'm going to be watching The Clone Wars, too, because I absolutely love that. They're going to be bringing out a new episode, a new season of it, and I can't wait. So, yes, it's cartoons, but it's it's wrapped in my sci-fi world, and I've always loved sci-fi. Like, if I wanted to, if I wanted to go visit and, and, and be a part of your little mystical realms, I can just hop on into the hollow deck and load up The Hobbit or load up Lord of the Rings. Bam, I'm in that world. I'm a part of that story. We could do that too with portals. Oh, yeah, portals, but you can't go to the, you can't go to the mm. Enterprise. You have to have Why? some sort of like, isn't it like you have to have some sort of like point A and point B. You have to be in that world, don't you? It you, just depends on what fantasy you're in. True. Okay, give me an example. I guess if you have all of your worlds linked up together, yeah, that could work. Like if you put Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings together, you can get King Joffrey and all of his dragons to fight Smaug. Like I had a, I read or, a, no, I read a fantasy. That's the completely wrong person. <laughs> <I> read... <laughs> you can get Daenerys Targaryen and her dragons to fight Smaug, and then that makes the, you know, the ring a lot easier. But then Daenerys would want to get the ring because it's all powerful and it calls her, and then she become the next Sauron. Wow, that's a really interesting talk yeah, concept. Yeah, that, that would be a cool. cool concept. But I had a fantasy book cool that I read that about. was called The Star of Moorcraft, where it was uh, just some kid in like modern day stuff that he wound up in a world where magic existed. And Didn't they make a movie of that? I don't know. I remember a movie, something like time. that. Um there's that too. Yeah, Once Upon a Time is kind of like modern day fantasy kind of thing. Yeah. Thank you for that, Jen. It's got all your... I'm surprised they don't have that on Disney+. Plus. It's... Because that's got all your... It's ABC, which is owned by Disney. Yeah. And it's got all of your favorite Disney people like Snow White. And, well, and it even had Frozen in there too. Like Anna and Elsa were in there. That would be a really good one to have on there. That had everything. It had... Peter Pan. It had Peter Pan. It had, it had everything. But yes, so have I swayed any one of you two to go to this sci-fi world? I, I know you're just bullheaded I, and you have to be right. I picked That's sci-fi. the Jones in you. I picked sci-fi. Oh, please let it out. We're in a podcast. Uh, let's 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 just let it all out for all everybody nope, in the world to hear. I was just gonna argue with you that I wasn't. But the fact that you didn't have to be right, I am not always right. I don't have to be right. You're proving it right there, lady. I, no, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. The being sci-fi a doesn't interest me at all. The magical worlds will always interest me a lot more than sci-fi, just simply because I would much rather. I mean, there's plenty of places. That I would rather go, like, The Last Airbender or the book I was talking about, The Glass Throne or The Throne of Glass, whatever. Um, just places where I would be able to control the elements. I think that would be extremely cool. I think my thing is I absolutely love astronomy, you know. Astronomy is, like, my go-to thing. I love studying the stars. I love listening about how there's potential life on Mars now. I mean, it's microscopic life, but it's still there. And the fact that, you know, and honestly, I love the conspiracy theories of aliens being on Earth because that's like, if it's real, that's kind of creepy, but also kind of cool. But if it's fake, then it's a cruel story, you know? Like, that could be made into a movie. 
aliens have lived among us for years. I've always been curious of why there was... Every time somebody talked about aliens, they were always more advanced than us. Mm-hmm. Why? And, you know, that's another thing, too. Like, if you have that sci-fi world, you can go visit those planets that are, that are, are say, we're more advanced than them, but they, they are just getting at the cusps of of advancing or they're in this particular state that we are in now to where we're in space travel we're doing all this fun this cool stuff and we're understanding physics and stuff like that but what if their physics is just a tinkering bit off or their math is a little bit off you know and you know that's like we could be entirely wrong about all of this stuff you know, about stars and science and all this. We can be 100% wrong. It can be 100% fiction in somebody else's world. And that's why I love sci-fi because that's like a bunch of minds coming together and, and working for the greater good. But you've also got the big bad guys over here who just want to destroy everything because they are so culturally, like, sound in what they do. And their religion is just this. And, and you get the same thing in fantasy, too. I was going to say that's the same thing in the magical worlds, though. But it's on a grander scale. There's planets, galaxies even. And then, yes, sci-fi and fantasy have similar similarities to them. But in my opinion, having that technology and having all that cool shit like space and freaking the starships and flying at faster than the speed of light, that just is crazy to me. And it's all based in science. Would superheroes be more like magical that's a hundred percent different genre like it's not sci-fi and it's not not fantasy it's more of like it's another door i mean it is superpowers are not real they're more they're they've got like they're more base a lot of them are a lot of them happen a lot of superheroes happen because of some type of chemical reaction unless it's Unless it's like Superman, which he's from another planet, or like Martian. Or Thor. Or Thor. Thor is a god, so that's more fantasy, because he's a Norse. It's a mix of both. He's a Norse god. That's what I was asking. Uh, it just depends on what superhero you want to pick from, um, but a lot of them are chemically go- made, technically. Um, especially X-Men. Um, X-Men are all born, um, but then like you have, what are they, the... Uh, you have the X-Men who are mutants, and then you have the ones that are genetically made. Mudbloods. <laughs> I know that's Harry Potter, but that's, <laughs> but, that's yeah, it, the X-Men version of a mudblood. Uh, uh, Anyways, yeah. see, I know my fantasy. Barely. I know. <laughs> but um, superheroes are kind of a class of their own, and that's why you've got the sh- superhero genre. But if you were to, like, pin it down to one specific one, it, I guess it would honestly depend on the company. Is it DC or is it Marvel? Marvel's a little bit of both and more fantasy and science, while DC is more science. sci-fi and science because they have, they've got mutants from Krypton, Mars, a lot of things. Martian Manhunters um, from Mars. I know. Okay, I didn't know if you knew that or yes, not. Yes, I know. We'll get more on that on Who is Martian Manhunter coming to you in October of next year. (laughs) But to answer your question, they're they're more of a genre of their own, but if you had to pinpoint it down, Marvel would be more of a fantasy world, I guess, and DC would be more of a sci-fi world because they're more science-based. And Marvel has, has science, but it also has more fantasy like Thor and Loki and... Doctor Strange and and superheroes like that. Mm-hmm. But so does DC. DC has uh oh, what's that magician's name? They have a, a magic girl too. And like Mysterio or something? No, not Mysterio. No, I'm talking about that's that's Marvel. Um They've also got Raven in Dis- in in DC, which is very mytho- mythological and she's from fam- another planet. And Starfire, but her but her family, like her dad is Hades, and he's from hell. So, but her, yes, her dad is Hades, but she is from a different planet. 
planet. Her race is is a different planet. So, fantasy and sci-fi. Anyways, um, Garrett, any closing thoughts? We didn't really hear from you very uh, much. Not not a whole lot. I mean, I I really enjoy both. Like I said, I even enjoy ones that it's a mixture of both. So it it's a very hard decision, but I like I said, I pick sci-fi. And says the guy with a stormtrooper jacket behind him and Darth Vader your he- uh, phone like headphones. No, on. I don't have Darth Vader headphones. Well, you usually I do. used to. I mean, I love Star Wars, but I mean, I also like fantasy books. I like listening to fantasy stories because they just tend to have just a better story to them. Honestly, I mean. Sorry. It just it just does. I mean, <laughs> give me a good sci-fi actual story. Star Trek: The Next no, Generation. No, I'm talking about like an actual story, not a not a TV or movie. I mean, Star Wars. Have you tried reading any of the expanded universe besides Ahsoka? I've looked into it. I've read <laughs> the books, but I have looked I, into it. That's way different. Now the expanded universe. I, I try to focus on more of the canon stuff so that I am up to date with what Disney wants to do with yeah. it. But, I kind of veered away from the expanded universe because it's not canon anymore. But they do have good stories in there. That's why there's so many Star Wars books. You know? There's a ton of Star Wars books. And there's like Wikipedia. Wiki, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I don't, I just, I like both. It's, I, I, I'll walk in one door and then spend some time on them and walk out and then walk into the other door. <laughs> Well, you could just get into the hollow deck and do the exact same thing. It wouldn't be the same, though. Why can't you just go? How would it not be the same? Thank you. I tried to tell you. How would it not be the same? How would it not be the same? You can set up your own story and play that story. Oh, and you can tinker with it as much as you can. And if you really want to get dangerous with it, take off the safety regulations. Because then then at that point, it's just a story. It's not actually, you're actually living it. Yeah, but do you do you remember watching any of the Star Treks where they were in the hollow deck? Did it actually feel like a scripted story? Some of them did. That's because that's how they made it. But you can make it to where the story evolves around you, and it's not just a beginning, middle, and end. But knowing that it's not real doesn't make it as exciting or fun. But it's still, I mean, mm. I have a point there. I would Thank still you. enjoy it myself because I could hop into that world of Lord of the Rings. And then yeah, if but I had knowing to leave, you could, knowing you could just be like end program, that's not fun. But you've seen several Star Treks where it didn't end the program because the program ended up taking over the entire ship. But knowing that it's still not real is not as it fun. could still become real with the virus. Okay, that's very semantics, though. That doesn't even count. It's not semantics. It's happened in several so Star Trek that's episodes. Very, that's, that doesn't matter. I feel like such a fucking nerd yeah. right now. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> But we're also debating which is better, fantasy or sci-fi. Fantasy. Both. Anyways. <laughs> my clo- Tiffany, closing thoughts? Nope. Okay. Well. Fantasy's better. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed talking about it. Um, I really do appreciate having my wife here on board. You're probably going to hear a lot from her next year. She doesn't know entirely exactly what's going down. She kind of does, but doesn't. We're going to have her on more and more, and Gary's actually going to have his uh, soon-to-be wife on the podcast more, I believe. Does she know about this? No, not yet. So it's going to be interesting to try to get her on here. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, Tell her I said please. Now, Tiffany, uh, you have been a, a guest on our show a few times. Uh, what's it like coming from the outside and being on a podcast what do you, how do you feel about that does it is it give you ner- does it make you nervous at all or well yeah because i feel like whenever i have something to say and you guys are in the middle of talking i don't um i don't want to interrupt even though i i know you keep saying that is what a podcast is about but welcome to my world it's, it's hard to talk with him half the time cuz he i know he talks a even lot. when there's a pause <laughs> well, he still continues it's i have to like actually just start talking over him to for me to get my thing out. When you marry into a family that has to be right all the time, it's you have to not interject family. yourself. It's yoink. <laughs> I yoinked the earbud out of her ear by accident. <laughs> it's not my family that has to be right. It's pretty much everybody, just not my mom. 
<laughs> oh, really? No, your mom is just as bad as your dad. She's... We'll continue this marital dispute at the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, nothing wrong with my family. <laughs> no, not at all. Um... Like I said, guys, this has been a very interesting podcast. I absolutely love it. Like I said, we're going to have my wife on here more and more uh, as time goes by. It is very interesting to hear her perspective of an outsider coming in, talking, who doesn't do podcasts on a normal. Like Garrett and I, we've done this since 2016. We've done video and we've done now audio. And to us, this is just me and him talking back and forth. The only thing that makes a difference uh, between our podcast and another normal podcast that you hear, we're not in the same room together as like my wife and I are right now. I'm in Hollister and he's in Kansas City. And so we have like technology to help us get through <laughs> all of this. <laughs> um, and a lot of this technology that we use and a lot of the technology that you are using now to this day have been inspired through sci-fi. Ooh, I'm still on the topic. Yes, but this is real life. We're talking about other things. Yes, and real life has been inspired by sci-fi. So, like, right now... everybody is bored with real life. That's why they created fantasy. But now Hmm. we've got... We, like... We're using Discord, Garrett and I. And a perfect representation of what we're using is on screen. You know, whenever they have to make a communication. Skype was inspired by Star Trek. I think, you know, this kind of gives me like, it gives me that sci-fi feel, but in real life. Anyways, um, guys, let us know your thoughts, comment on our, um, podcast, go to our Facebook page, go to our Instagram page, tell us what you think, what door would you go through? I want to know, Garrett wants to know, I'm pretty sure Tiffany wants to know too, What door do you want to go through? Tell us the reasons why you want to go through that door. Uh, I might even repost that picture just for that reason. Um, We really want to know uh, because it makes this podcast more interesting. When people have come up to me and talked to me about our podcast, it inflates my ego because they're actually listening to us and they have real input on how things are better. So if you're listening to this, let me know. I want to know what door you go through. Garrett, do you have anything you want to say to finish it uh, up? You can also make sure you visit our website, criticallyawesome.net. That's where you get everything critically awesome. Uh, if you want to give us some feedback, of course, you can get you can give us feedback on any of the social medias. Also, you can, if you wanted to, send us an email at criticallyawesome2015 at gmail.com. Uh, for your listening pleasure to your ear holes, you can listen to us on almost any of your favorite uh, podcast apps, which is Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and just, like I said, anywhere that you listen to your other podcasts. I don't know about you, but being on Pandora is really cool, in my opinion. I think it's so cool. I don't know why, but it is. Being on iHeartRadio is really cool, in my opinion, too. But anyways, guys, um, Tiffany... You want to say bye to everybody? Bye. Garrett. Well, I am Garrett, guys, and I'm Critically Awesome, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'm Trent, and I'm Critically Awesome, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.